Everyone believes in God. Last year, I watched the moon pass in front of the sun, and the moment when the sky went dark, I became speechless. Like many people who came to watch the solar eclipse, I thought I knew what was going to happen. Pretty simple, right? The moon passes in front of the sun and the sky gets dark. But it was so much more. It was profound. It was moving. It was emotional. It was beyond words. In fact, afterwards, no one really said much because they couldn't find any words to match what they felt. Words couldn't do the eclipse justice. And that's what I want to talk about. How words fail to describe the human experience. Because that fact is at the heart of so many interpersonal struggles, and we don't even realize it. Words consistently fail when describing profound experiences. And yet, if we disagree about which description of an experience is more accurate, words never get the blame. Words are a signpost that say, you know that thing you experienced? That's what I'm talking about. But that's also the problem. If I say to someone, I know God, the word God means 10 different things to 10 different people. So let's start with examining a question, because this question has been unnecessarily debated for as long as language has existed. Do you believe in God? This question is unanswerable without further information. That's because there's no definition for the word God that we agree on. And even if we could agree on a definition, the words being used would only scratch the surface of the experience itself, just as no words could ever recreate the awe and beauty of a solar eclipse. How could we expect to accurately define such a concept as being with God? If I relate to God as Mother Nature, and you relate to Him as a Heavenly Father figure, We could go to war over that, but what are we actually fighting about? Do we disagree or are we just using different words to describe the same thing? Before language, we all agreed. I've never met a human who doesn't have a relationship or an experience of something we could loosely define as God, whether that's seeing God through the eyes of someone you love experiencing it in nature, witnessing yourself as more than self or the millions of other possibilities. For the sake of this conversation, I'll loosely define what it means to be with God, which of course is problematic, but also necessary. So I'll try to make the definition as all-encompassing as possible. I'm also going to choose the phrase being with God versus defining God because it's easier to agree on. My definition of being with God is experiencing something bigger or greater than who you perceive yourself to be. Again, you may have a different definition, but this will serve as a necessary frame of reference for what I'm trying to say. Let's also assume that every human who has developed a sense of self has experienced something bigger or greater than what they perceive themselves to be. Footnote about the word self, babies and toddlers are excluded, but surely that's a whole separate discussion about their relationship with being with God. So if that's true, then we all share one common 
indescribable experience. In the diagram that I wrote below, I'm going to call that the experience. This experience is literally impossible to represent with words, but of course, language is one of our common methods of communication, so we try, and we come out with many different versions. So in the diagram I wrote on Buddhism.com, you can find a circle that says the experience, and then off of that comes lots of different branches, versions A, version B, version C, all the way to version Z. And it represents the fact that there's one thing that we all experience, but then as we describe it and use language, we, we, we come up with lots of different versions, but it's actually versions of the same experience that is indescribable. All these versions are different, so it's easy for version A to disagree with version B. Yet the mistake we make is thinking that the disagreement is about the experience, when the disagreement is actually about the description of the experience. I believe experience in its purest form is always universal. Everyone believes in God. Everyone has a version of what it feels like to experience something bigger or greater than who we perceive ourselves to be. We may call it something else other than God, and that's fine. God is just a word, so is Mother Nature or the universe. Words are there to represent the experience, but they are not the experience itself, just as a map represents the territory, but is not the territory itself. If we all define words like God in our own way, then we could say that, in a sense, everyone believes in God. It just depends on what they mean by God. Even the people who choose to take a stance against believing in God are only taking a stance against someone else's definition. They aren't arguing against the existence of an experience. How we could coexist? Disagreement over religious belief is arguably the most single, divisive thing in culture today. The way beyond our struggle isn't in determining who's right or getting someone to see your point of view. It's seeing that underneath all our dogma, all our convictions, and all our words, we're actually all talking about the same thing. On the deepest level, the level where life is pure experience, we all agree. And it's the limitations of language that have us believing the lie that we don't. This has been Everyone Believes in God, written and read by Dave Buddha from the website buddhism.com. If this provokes some kind of discussion and you want to talk about it, I don't have comments on my blog, but I link to a Facebook thread where I post this on the Buddhism Facebook page. You're welcome to scroll to the bottom, click there, or you can just go to facebook.com slash Buddhism and find the Facebook page where I interact with uh, different readers and we talk about these things. If you are a regular reader of Buddhism and you want to join an in-depth discussion group of, it's only about 50 people, um, and I call it the Buddhism Confidential Discussion Group because we get to say things that maybe we couldn't say uh, in public, um, you can email me, dave at buddhism.com. And I'll tell you how to join that. It's also, I think there's a link to it on the homepage. Uh, it's a private group, so you have to request a uh, to request to join it. But if that calls to you, you're welcome to uh, check it out. And we'd love to see you in there. 
Thanks for listening. See you next week.